Martin Bryant here for the next web at South by Southwest. And I'm joined by Liat Benzo from Philips. Hello. Hi, nice to be here. All right, so uh, can you tell us a bit about what Philips is doing here at South by Southwest? Yeah, so Philips is uh, here sharing a lot of our vision for um, helping people live healthier lives across what we call the health continuum. And we're showing a lot of different things that we're doing with connected devices from the medical side of the industry all the way through to the consumer devices side of the industry. Okay, so, so, so what, what, what are you working on with Philips then um, in terms of uh, this kind of technology? Sure. Well, I think it, uh, it helps maybe give a little bit of context on um, what are the observations that we have about what's happening in the industry and, and society as a whole. Um, and so right now what we're seeing is there's um, a general healthcare problem on the horizon that we want to really focus on, and that is there's an aging population that's growing every day. Um, and a real increase in chronic diseases that's costing most 70% 70, 70 of the costs in the healthcare system right now is going towards managing those chronic diseases. So a lot of people that we're seeing are trying to take healthcare into their own hands by downloading apps that are giving them guidance on nutrition, wearing all kinds of wearables, um, taking medical devices home and trying to get a better sense of their own blood pressure, their own activity. And we think these are all great steps in trying to help move um, the healthcare system from the acute care, reactive system that it is today to the proactive, um, help yourself control your own destiny um, direction where it needs to be. But we're not there. And the reason that we're not there is all of these different systems, all of these different wearables, all of the data that's being gathered, wh whether it's gathered from systems in the hospital or it's gathered from things that you buy at Best Buy and you bring home, they're all sending their data to their own databases and nothing's being shared. So if you're a patient that has some type of health problem and your doctor sends you home and says, hey, I want you to start to track what you're eating, how much exercise, what your sleep is, what your blood pressure is, um, and you go buy five or six different products to do that, you actually can't easily combine all that information, share it back with your, doc with your doctor, have your doctor combine that with all the information he's been tracking on you. God forbid you have to go see three different specialists and they take three different tests or three different images or three different x-rays. That information can't be. And we think, frankly, that's a real limiter to the efficiency that we'd like to see. So what Philips is doing is really bringing together a very broad portfolio of products that we have over a hundred years of working in the medical industry with um, lots of imaging and monitoring solutions all the way to you know selling everyday products like juicers and coffee makers and air purifiers and um, wearable products and um, and figuring out how can we start to connect the dots and at the heart of all of this is a new health suite digital platform that we're creating which is an open cloud platform as a service where we want to be able to allow all of these different solutions to actually start to share their data so exactly what i was talking about earlier can be avoided and we can start to actually leverage the benefits of wearable devices of home monitoring devices more than just for the purpose of the quantified self right i mean today if you take a look at 90% of the cool IOT stuff that's happening, wearable stuff, they're fantastic. But at the end of the day, they just basically monitor, capture your data, and present it to you in, in pretty graphs. They don't really give you coaching advice. They don't really connect the dots to what your doctor might want you to do. Um, we want to solve that. And so that's really where we're, 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 we're focusing our energy. 
and uh, where are we in terms of doctors embracing the kind of uh, uh, home uh, testing and home monitoring that, that people can do increasingly now with uh, uh, consumer devices uh, that they may buy uh, with a phone or whatever? Um, are we seeing doctors really embrace that or is there a problem with uh, reliability of the data? So I, I think you're absolutely seeing doctors embrace this and, and this is where I think it's important to differentiate between the, the spectrum of devices that are out there. So there's many um, medical grade, HIPAA compliant, FDA regulated wearable devices, medical grade devices that actually hospitals, doctors, insurance companies are recommending for patients to take home that they want to collect information and use that information when the patient comes back into the hospital. Again, even with those systems, there's no easy way right now where all of the medical um, imaging systems, data systems, doctor's notes are combined with the information that you get even from the medical grade wearables. Then there's an extension to that, which is growing much faster than the regulated uh, portfolios, and that is the non-regulated consumer wearables, sport fitness, um, and, and even everyday appliances that you use in your home, but which provide context to your health, provide context to the quality of the air that you're breathing, provide context to the types of recipes and foods that you're eating, provide context to your oral health based on how often you're brushing your teeth. And um, these seemingly unrelated devices actually provide very relevant context that can be used to enhance medical decisions that can be used to help caretakers make better decisions based on better information that today they just don't have. So we do see that um, medical institutions are starting to move in this direction and it's a very simple equation of cost and efficacy. So if there's tools out there that can help them reduce their costs and help and help patients get better faster then, then they're interested. But we think that there's still a huge opportunity that's untapped and we, we, we want to try to tap that. I think um, something that's really important to, to talk about here is the correlation between what Philips is trying to do in th this kind of health-centric space versus what a lot of the conversation in the industry is happening right now in um, around the connected home and IoT. Um, much of the IoT discussions are about, hey, I, I want to buy the smart device. I want to buy a, a smart thermostat. I want to buy a smart you know, door lock. I want to buy a smart TV. And um, for many reasons, I, I personally believe that just connecting up a device to the internet doesn't make it smart. The way the devices of tomorrow are going to be smart and the way we're going to realize this thing called the internet of things is when devices can talk, share information, and gain more intelligence by learning about other devices nearby and actually sharing information with other, de other devices. Being able to use resources beyond themselves to get smarter. That's what smart devices are all about. In pockets, you're starting to see companies try to embrace this in, in the home automation or home security. But a lot of the conversation right now in the industry is all about that. It's kind of like targeting these um, young, early adopter males that want to have the coolest gadgets. Check out what you can do when this device talks to that device and your refrigerator can tweet and all this kind of stuff. Philips is actually bringing to the discussion a very unique twist on what it means to have a connected home. What it means to have. It's not just about home automation and the coolest gadgets. It can be as simple as 
why can't your, you know, your um, 60 year old woman who has some type of medical issues bring home a connected health device that actually is truly smart because it's sharing information with other devices in the home that help her doctor get better context of how she's living, how she's eating, how that to us is really what the internet of things can be. And it's a broader picture and it's for more people than I think a lot of the discussion that, that's, that's happening in events like this. And uh, you're uh, giving a talk here, I think, tomorrow? Yeah. Um, uh, what's that going to be about? It's actually a lot about, about what I just said. So the, t the talk is about the conscious home, and I think most of the conversation is probably going to be around home autom automation and what's happening with connected devices and the Internet of Things. And what I hope to bring to that conversation is um, a sensitivity towards a large audience of, of people, consumers, patients, who could benefit from this concept of connected things, many of whom don't even know how to spell IOT, don't really care about the connected devices being smart or not, but who do want to have a healthier life, right? Um, so an example could be um, my doctor tells me that I'm uh, vitamin D deficient or iron deficient. Well, okay, I can go buy a connected um, home kitchen appliance cooking device that sends me generic recipes from the Food Network or Cooking Channel, Epicurious, and, you know, it's cool because I can download any recipe I want and it sends it to the device. Anyone can do that. It's interesting. I think that's a cool first step. What we want to do is we want to bring an extra sensitivity to make that device even smarter, and that is, why can't that device share information with what my doctor told me in my last visit? and perhaps only recommend recipes that can actually help me with my vitamin deficiencies, with my iron deficiencies. Perhaps the device knows that I'm on Lipitor and it shouldn't recommend recipes that have grapefruit because it's gonna react with my medicine. That is a device that's smarter because it's actually gaining information from other devices, other data sources beyond itself. Um, it's a very simple example, but we think that from a consumer perspective, the Internet of Things can be much broader than the conversations we're having today. Okay, thank you very much. Well, uh, it sounds like it's, uh, you're working in a really fascinating field, and uh, we will uh, look forward to see uh, where Phillips goes with it. Well, thank you very much, Liat Bender.